took a lap around town trying to find Velocitron stuff. Oh, I did that too. Uh, someone found uh, two overrides and a hauler at my local Walmart uh, the night, like on one evening. And so the morning of the next day, I was like, well, they're gone. There's no way they're there, but I have to go look so that I know they're not there. Otherwise, they are there. Because that's how this yep. works. That, so that has been me this last week and my target. Targets in Northwest Indiana are getting them. Targets in Indy are getting them. Targets in Northeast Indiana are getting them. That's everything around me. My target, still nothing. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah, mine, mine are the same way. I actually did find uh, I actually did find Override's case on the pallet at tar- at uh, Walmart, and of course it was at the bottom of a pallet, and this was about a seven foot tall stack of boxes. Jenga. You just got to stick a knife in the side a couple times, carve out a window. <laughs> if they were, and pull, I the, consider pull both the, the cosmos out because he's short stack and everybody wants it. that. That's the thing. It's like I, I hate it because I, I didn't see Cosmos's. I didn't see the Lux box, but you know it's there. It's mm-hmm. somewhere in that stack, and like of course nobody, like nobody there even claimed ownership of this stack of boxes, let alone were willing to dig. So then nobody cares when I knock it over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the one nice thing about Override, at least, is that in Canada, it's been it, it seems people have identified that she seems to be in a two to one ratio to hauler. So at least she should not be as difficult to get because she's the the majority of the Voyager case. Uh, hopefully we just get like cases of eight Cosmoses. I thought I read that somewhere on Twitter, but I couldn't tell if that was a joke or not. No, no, th- uh, there there is like solid cases being released for some of the Cosmos included. Oh, oh okay, yeah. That helps, because I had the whole thing already of Cosmos and Override, and all the Velocitron stuff is on walmart.ca. Uh, of course, the, the two that I want are not in stock, and I looked away for two hours and came back to find out that Cosmos had gone back in stock for ten minutes, and then was out of stock again, so I was like, oh, it's just like Runabout from Earthrise. He'll perpetually be in stock whenever I'm not looking. Uh, so I, I signed up for the email notifications. <laughs> that I don't think actually work on walmart.ca, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, that seems like a great way to lead into the fact that we're also recording episode 621 of WTF and TFW. Uh, hello and welcome, dear listener, to us talking about some Transformers uh, new reveals halfways, in some cases, uh, for the ones that most of the older fans are probably all chomping bits over, uh, which is interesting. But uh, to kick us off, I'm just going to say hello to my friends. Hi, TJ. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Oh, excellent. No, uh, no burnt meat? Not yet, but, you know, give it a little bit, you know, tends to happen in Florida a lot. Well, Aaron, uh, you were able to get ahead of both of us as far as burning some meat today? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I thought I'd come first in that competition and, and sacrifice a couple of pork chops to the, uh, to the stove gods. Yeah. Well, you have to test the you have to test the fan out. That's you know it's it's for okay. science. Yeah, had I mean, had to 
run out to the garage and grab the fan so that we could point out the window because I don't have a stove hood. Yeah, I don't so know. It's either. not like that's an option. Yeah. That's why I stopped cooking pork chops. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like I can't deal with the risk anymore. Uh, hey, but you know what? If they did burn, then at least the fat was all the way cooked through, right? Yeah, I guess. That's that's some sort of positive for it. You get that thing they always do on Instagram with the pork fat that's been cooked a lot in smoke, and they run the knife around on it like... You know, like that's... Like you're ever going to actually bite into that part, because then they just pull pork the whole thing. Uh, Instagram Meat Instagram is super weird. I think it's borderline fetishy, and I don't really know precisely in what direction. It's super weird, though. Lots of people, they cut the meat, and then they hold up the meat, and they squeeze it a bunch so all the stuff comes out of it. But not, like, appetizingly, because they're just holding it above a cutting board, squeezing it, and all the juice is running out on their fingers. And it's like, I'm not going to eat any of that, though, because you put your funny-looking glove hands all over it. Meet Instagram. Uh, that's a tangent, uh, which I gotta not do, because we gotta stay dead-ass focused on some Transformers San Diego Comic-Con stuff. Uh, and I want to start with the thing that got me the most excited, which is that we know what Earthspark looks like. The next cartoon, uh, the next kid's toy line, the next re- year or three of seeing interesting new characters, and boy howdy, hoping that they get a toy in one of two certain price point classes. Maybe three. I'm not sure what'll be up with Ultra again this year or years. But uh Earthspark, uh we, we got a um not just a trailer, but also like a full on clip, like a like a three, four minute long clip uh from the show, which uh, I had to get bootlegged for me because I'm in Canada and it's Paramount Plus, and then I remembered that I went through this with Star Trek Lower Decks uh trailer reveal where for three days I couldn't watch it legally. Uh the trailer anywhere. And uh, I'm I'm not looking f- well whatever i it's, not looking forward is is overstating the harshness of it but i'm very prepared for the notion that i won't legally be able to watch this t- in a timely manner uh, and i hope i'm wrong but uh paramount plus seems to be real funny about that stuff um apparently that that's also a thing i have always heard off and on that that folks in uh europe wanting to watch things related to star trek mm-hmm. uh always have a good time with that um but, uh, hey, Transformers might get more broadcast rights than Star Trek internationally for timely stuff. Earthspark is uh, a brand new series. Nick Roche is doing a bunch of character design. Uh, there's humans again. Uh, there are what I am really assuming to be union unionized voice acting uh, talent again. Uh, the budget looks like it is slightly higher than Cyberverse. Um which I, I was I was just recording a thing with Mikey over on Moonbase Two about Cyberverse, uh, the 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 finale of it, uh, you know, eight months later, and how much they were able to do with like so little, uh, what felt like so little resource support uh, from mm-hmm. the the uh, overhanging corporation. So in this case, I, I'm what was some of the writers carrying over to this? I'm kind of excited about it. So um, before we get to toys, like just the the cast, and if you guys checked it out, the trailer. I'm wondering what what you all were thinking of it. Aaron, did you get a chance to to look into any of that? Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I don't think I saw, like, the clip. Um, I saw the trailer and, um, the, the very interesting, um, revelation of who the next Optimus Prime is, uh, mm-hmm. with Alan Tudyk. And He's it had around. to go back and, had to go back and, like, listen to, to that again and go, oh, yeah, I can, I can hear, uh, Mr. Tudyk in that. And then, 
had a moment of like, wait a second, if Alan Tudyk sends this, that means he may end up like at conventions and then end up having interaction with like, okay, okay, all right. That's that's a uh, that's a caliber, um, because he's done I mean, not... a ton of he's done a ton of voice acting that you wouldn't realize on top of acting acting. Um, mm-hmm. there's a hey hey in Moana. There's classically a funny video of him doing a bunch of chicken noises and then going, "I studied at Juilliard." He... He's also so, been uh, he's been kicking ass uh, on Harley Quinn as the Joker and Clayface. I just mm-hmm, recently watched through mm-hmm. the first two seasons of that, and it's uh, it what's what's really great about his performance as the Joker, especially that I think really you can carry over to the what we've heard of him as Optimus Prime, is he's doing a character who is classically directed to sound like someone else who did it more famously. And yes. even though you can kind of hear that direction, at least at times, Alan Tudyk is not able to remove himself from his roles, uh, whether or not he intends to. And it makes his voicing, I think, a lot more fun and interesting to listen to because he yeah. makes the character performances his own regardless of the intent. Yeah, for sure. That's, um, you know, I, and and it's something that. I, I, I've seen a few people bandy about coming back to there's only one person that should be playing Optimus Prime and his name is Peter Cole and Rasm, 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 Rasm. It's like, well, we've had a couple other really good Optimus Primes in there and a few other okay Optimus Primes in there. And man, if only our, our fandom wasn't about things changing constantly. Um, Did Peter Cullen not just could... turn 81? Yeah, yeah, it was it was his birthday yesterday, the day before. I think a bunch um, of fan sites had something about it. I thought, yeah, I think it, I think it was on Thursday. I know because it was on my local radio driving home from work. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah maybe that, that was surreal. Maybe let the octogenarian have a a breather and have somebody else try this out before you know it's yeah. no longer an option. Like. <laughs> It also, yeah. and, and I, he's, I he's still going to be Optimus Prime in the movies and everything. It's not like he's going away and they're saying, yeah. no more big red truck for you, old man. Like, yeah, he played Optimus Prime for how many seasons in Prime through to Rid 2015 yeah. through yeah. to some of the yeah. Netflix stuff, or not Netflix, sorry, yeah. the Machinima stuff through yeah. to all the, like, it's like, I appreciate where people come from out of, you know, that sense of loyalty and that, you know, he is mm-hmm. a, a, a storied and, and, well, well beloved voice actor, but I, I also feel that the way I always put it is like, there was kind of a difference between the Peter Cullen of 2004 and the Peter Cullen of 2022 in that I think he's probably okay. Like, yeah. He, you know, he, he's probably fine. Uh, yeah. I, I, I assume he made a lot of money, uh, from the, the multi billion dollar movie franchise alone. Even as a voice performer, I, I, one should hope. I, I would, got yeah, some I would cheddar assume. out of that. Yeah, uh, constantly playing Optimus Prime in all forms of media as well. Um, royalties from uh, toy audio clip use, etc. I just feel like he's probably fine, and I don't want to say, oh, he shouldn't play Optimus again. It's just like certainly none of uh, no one's gonna try to argue like he never got a chance because like y'all, the 2010s happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I understand being like really attached to a particular voice for a particular character. You know, I am very strict about liking Mark Hamill as the Joker. You know, that's the thing. But, but, 
different interpretations of the character should have a chance to have different voices portraying that character. You know, I've I've heard uh, Troy Baker do Joker, and he's fantastic at it. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a situation of like, it was, especially with like Peter, we've had plenty of chance to hear Peter as Optimus Prime. It's not that I don't want to hear him as Prime. It's that I also feel like it's a good time now to try and find someone else, try to find another prime. Cause I feel like the kids who are going to watch this show. I would really like for them to like grow up and go, you know, I'd really like to hear my Optimus again, mm-hmm. which doesn't have, which doesn't happen, which like, they don't get to have that. If we keep going, we'll just keep giving it to Peter. Yeah. And not, not to undersell you know, or to, to oversell, I guess, given how much everyone undersells him, but even Jake Foshi, uh, who played Optimus on Cyberverse, which is what I would call his main Optimus portrayal. Uh, I know he also played Optimus in the Netflix series, but he played Optimus Prime in Cyberverse in a way that was actually his, I feel. Uh, and like, that, that, it's already happened. Like, we, you get, you get, uh, actor, like, Alan Tudyk, I don't think it's, it's a far stretch to say from the clips we heard so far. He's been directed to kinda sound like Peter Cullen Optimus Prime. A little bit. Not like, you know, do a voice alike, but demonstrably it's it's that kind of grisly dad voice, which I actually didn't know Alan Tudyk had in him. So I was really impressed uh, from what I heard. But like uh, the, the the fact that I, like, I, I thankfully apparently missed this, but the fact there was any kind of real buzz about like, I can't believe that they didn't get Peter Cullen when it's like they got a they've got right now a good actor who also is like maybe a half a stone's throw away from what a Peter Cullen Optimus Prime was sounding like. In, in the very b- most broad strokes, like, uh, I don't, I don't understand. And, and I also was kind of defaulting to what some folks were doing of like, yeah, boy, imagine if someone like David Kay ever played Optimus Prime or Gary Chalk, that'd be ridiculous. Having someone else play Optimus Prime as though that had never happened before. It's so weird. I, and I, I, <laughs> I got to imagine that it is not, I don't know how to put this. I feel like there can't have actually been that much of an outcry because it's a so ridiculous and b like really thankfully I didn't I never saw it that weekend I didn't go looking for it but like uh you know let's all if y'all are in that that side of things and I didn't hear from you then like you know watch Transformers Prime <laughs> weekly turn it into a weekly thing you get three years of him playing a really good Optimus in that uh, TJ aside from from kooky Optimus Prime people, uh, how are you feeling about uh, the Earthspark media side of things? Uh, on the media side, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Like the show, the animation looks way better than I first assumed it would be from the first stills we got. Um, I, I mean, I, I like the voice cast itself. I've done I've done the digging on the voice cast. A lot of them do have some really good voice credits to their name. Like mm-hmm. in particular, right now. Um, it was Sissy Jones and Zena Robinson who are doing uh, Elita One and Thrash, respectively. They are both heavily featured on the Owl House right now. They're doing fantastic work on that show, which mm-hmm. does lead me to believe they're going to be fantastic in this show. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know, I know, uh, I know people who are excited. I'm not as familiar with the the work. Uh, Danny Pudi. I want to say the I'm, name is. I am hype for Danny Pudi. Uh, now, a lot of people know him from Community, in which uh, he he was playing a live action character. However, 
Uh, he is also uh, one of the cast of the recently uh, finished, really good DuckTales Redux. Uh, and he was the cast mm-hmm. member who infamously appeared on Larry King Alive and uh, explained that he is not uh, rich to the point of having a private jet and that he also may have been Larry King's final interview and thus was credited for potentially being the one who killed Larry King. Uh, <laughs> but he's a very funny Lovely. guy. He's a very funny guy and a really good actor. Uh, I, I really enjoy him in, in uh, DuckTales. I like him in Community as well, but I actually like him more in DuckTales because uh, it's it's not like there's not as much face acting in it. It's, it's there's you know as with voice actors, a lot more voice work in there, a lot of good just comedic timing and stuff. And we heard a line or two of him as Bumblebee, and I was like, yeah, that's Danny Pudi. He's kicking some ass. Um, mm-hmm. Also, it's worth mentioning amidst all this, I, I'll just throw it out there. Yes, we all know Rory McCann is Megatron, and he was on Game of Friggin' Thrones. So yeah, it's like a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, here was the name that I didn't even didn't even connect at first, which which was Diedrich Bader. Who yeah. like, I knew from like the Drew Carey show. Yeah. Like and I like completely lost track of how prolific he's become as a voice actor. And he's done a ton of stuff. He is you know, Batman like, on Harley Quinn and does a really good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was in yeah, he was Batman and uh, Batman Brave and the Bold too. Mm-hmm. But like you look at his resume, like I had no idea that he went on to do so much. Like that that's it's a heavy amount of experience behind him. Like yeah. I have, like it's it seems like they've cast really good people to be in this show. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've got faith in whatever that they have built just based on what I know these people have done before. Yeah. Uh and and I will I will lay out a little bit like the clip the preview clip basically whatever I got that was bootlegged for me was something that was available online that was about six and some minutes long but the 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 clip that was in in the thing I saw from the show was the two human characters the two kids uh you know having some some back and forth on a bridge getting spooked by some robots and then and then finding uh twitch and thrash uh and I, I thought that they were doing a pretty good job in that too um the the folks who were playing uh uh, I, for, I I can't remember everyone's name yet because they're all new to me. Uh, not the father and the mother. Oh, here we go. Uh, Mo and Robbie. Yeah, they they were doing a pretty good job too. Like I, I was actually talking about this recently. They're doing a pretty good job, but they're also child characters in a children's cartoon. And like, I think I think it's okay to say like there is an inherent amount of of like that's gonna grate on you if you're an adult because they are playing cartoon children. But like. I don't think you're going to find a scenario where cartoon children do not grate on you as an adult to some degree. Uh, and I think they were doing a completely fine job. Um, but what I was kind of getting freaked out by is uh, Mo, the nine-year-old younger sister of Robbie. Her eyes are gigantic, uh, and it makes her head look really weird. <laughs> and her head looks, like, proportionally different from her brother in, like, this very odd way that... that uh, translates to 3D in a very strange way compared to, I think, if it was just drawn out on paper. And I'm sure it'll, like, it looked fine from some angles, but, like, I, I, I do have to say, like, her head is gigantic. And then someone on Twitter said it's actually more so her eyes are gigantic. And I was like, yeah. Like, I'll get over it. I got over a lot of weird characters over the years. We all got over Carlos. Carlos? Was it Carlos? Did we? Did the, we? The, the weird hacker kid whose family might all be dead and just in his house because uh, yeah. we never see them. Uh, yeah. Is it Carlos or am I mixing? I mean, I'm mixing him up with someone. 
Uh, I'm a bad Transformers fan. Um. <laughs> now I'll, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you here uh, the actress for Mo uh, Zeon Broadnax, which is absolutely a name of a future D and D character for me. Uh, eleven years old. So if you get sick of her sounding like a child, it's because she's a child. Yeah, oops. Just yeah, FYI. <laughs> children, children, she gonna sound like, like a twelve-year-old. Well, actually, she's eleven, so she's <laughs> yeah. This is bothering me that I can't remember the human kid's name. I just, I even had to look him up originally to try to remember who he was. Raph, not Carlos. Carlos was from Armada, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Raph. Raph. I got over Raph. Raph was Raph. also weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where the hell did Carlos? Go? I haven't thought about Carlos in years. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm having one of those evenings. Uh, but yeah, like like the the cast all around, I think are are dead ass solid. The 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 bits of portrayal we heard, I was fine with. Like it it is still a kids' cartoon. It's, it's I don't think it's going for that weird tweener approach that prime went for i don't think we're, we're going to be seeing that again anytime soon uh but this also looked really good and like i don't know I, I feel like it's 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 worth trying to define like really good kids cartoon transformers as opposed to like uh transformers prime being this weird outlier where they friggin zombie murdered uh cliff jumper in episode one spoilers um yeah i was, I was trying to remember there's the other another in the trailer it stuck out to me you, you go ahead good ahead. yeah yeah, there's another aspect to this that I absolutely loved. Uh, we, we get a little bit of like, we get, so we get some story tidbits out of this too. Yeah. Which I thought were fantastic because I'm in the boat of like, what hasn't been done in the Transformer saga? Like, what haven't you done at this point? And then they come out with this going straight up, go like, uh, yeah, the war is over. Uh, right. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which, okay, which I'm kind of hype about. I haven't seen that. That that's where all the best Transformers stories of the last few years, I think, have come from. I mean, that's that's where Cyberverse's best stuff came from. Because like the back half of Cyberverse was basically the war's over, and we're trying to have peace, but all this other stuff is showing up and messing things up, and we're trying to work it out. Uh, like it, it's worth noting, like we don't actually really know what Megatron is in this show, and he is pretty much designed. Like they said that he was designed after the IDW model kit, which is a funny roundabout way of saying it because that's literally the IDW version Megatron ID, uh, uh, model kit, the Flame Force model kit. Uh, and if the war is over, and it's a very IDW one looking Megatron who like. Might just be on his own with these this human villain being a bit more of a front facing thing, possibly. Uh, oh, good, Here good. was the weirdest thing about that, because if you look at the trailer and you see Auto uh, Elita One and Optimus Prime, and they have the sigils uh, for the Autobots, but they're like it's like buried in this like larger symbol, mm-hmm. which. There's no explanation for, but if you look at some of like the early leak toy, early like show, shown toys for Megatron, he's got that same symbol, but with the Decepticon logo swapped out. Ooh. So in mm. some weird way, Optimus and Megatron are sharing a faction symbol right now. That's interesting. That, that makes, I, I didn't know that part. That makes me even more excited about this. I love this kind of setting because like, 
all due respect to people who want robots to headbutt each other, you can still have that, but you can have it in a setting where it's like, you know, the conflict that we all have watched on TV a, a bunch of times has already taken place, and now we're seeing what happens in the aftermath. Like, the, the whole way Alan Tudyk is playing that Optimus Prime voice really suits the role of, of what I understood to be Optimus Prime on an Earth where everyone knows who he is. He's, in fact, quite famous because he won the cartoon already. Uh, and, and there is, there is some really good, like, uh, uh, cheese in that, uh, portrayal. Like, the, the, the way Alan Tudyk says, stand down, mandroid, had, like, that little, the little hint of, like, this is very silly, what you're saying. Uh, yeah. But you're doing it very, just deadpan, serious in a way that's really working for me. Uh, yeah, I, I'm hyped for this show. I think it's going to be fun. I, I I don't know if it's going to be like you know I gotta watch it every week, but like I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how it turns out. Uh, and and the character designs look freaking great too. Like uh, we we saw a whole bunch of stuff. Like this is the the bummer. We saw a whole bunch of really cool character designs, villain ones especially. But as of you know the the mid 2010s, when you see that in a Transformers cartoon, that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be able to go like, oh, I can't wait to get that bombshell figure. Uh, you kind of hope that bombshell gets to exist outside of like a crash combiner, because um, the bombshell design is is sick. He's got all his legs coming out the back of his head. Uh, there was swindle in there as well. Uh, we got we saw a wheeljack. Uh, looks like there's some some cool stuff going on. Um, and not not to mention Twitch and Thrash. Uh, I I like their designs when we saw them initially, like just like the robot modes. Knowing a bit more about what they are supposed to transform into, I think that they look pretty solid. So good on you, Nick Roach. Uh, but that that is also dragging me towards the toy photos. So, but uh, before I I really dive into those, did you guys have anything else you wanted to really throw in about um, what we've seen of the show so far? Or uh, I'm trying to remember if they've said when it's debuting or not. I can't. I can't recall. Oh, November. It's coming out November, so no date mm-hmm. yet. The, well, the last thing I would throw November's in... November's just pretty close. Like, yeah. close enough of, of a date. It's not like it's mm-hmm. sometime in 2023. <laughs> right. Yeah, the last thing I would throw in is that the cast list officially has Twitch and Thrash as Twitch Maldo, Thrash Malto. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Which means that they're uh, members of the family. Well, they're they're also not Autobots, they are Terrans. That's right. another mm-hmm. important little distinction. And the the clip I watched, do you want me to tell you what was in the clip I watched? Cuz I'm assuming everyone could have seen it if they were watching the stream, but but Basically, it's it's heavily implied that Twitch and Thrash are intensely connected to Robbie and Mo. Uh, if I, I hope I'm getting all their names. After this Carlos thing, I'm I'm second guessing yeah, every single you're name. Good, I'm you're good. That. You're good. Uh, but I'm basically, second guessing like, your name here. <laughs> they they find some kind of thing, you know, a a, a Transformers relevant artifact thing, as you tend to find on Earth. There's lots of them kicking mm-hmm. around. It puts like weird techno gloves onto onto each of their like I think right arms or something at least one of them it's like it's like one glove uh and then Twitch and Thrash like come up out of some liquid and then the four of them all know each other's names and don't know why and then that's where it kind of like cuts to the the trailer so there's it looks like they're doing like a, a sort of you know nebulan binary bonded kind of thing uh you know some some of that mental brain share stuff and that 
easily explains like why they would actually have those uh, those two characters as part of the family and also as Terrans. Because I, I got the impression that it's like maybe one of the big mysteries of this is that there are now going to be like Terran Earth-born uh, Cybertronians. And like, you know, what are they as opposed to Autobots and Decepticons and whatnot? And uh, it could be really cool. I don't want to, I don't want to like start overthinking it because they might not be going like super deep on it, but like it's, it's a cool concept. Um, and, yeah, they, uh, well, they did make a point and they do make a point in the trailer to mention like these are the first Transformers born on Earth, you know, b- born of Earth. Mm-hmm. So there, there yeah. is a definite distinction here. Like we kind of like in the past got that touched on in like Beast Wars, but this, this feels like it's going to go farther with it. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a cool idea, and like it, it is treading into ground that like hasn't been done a ton before. Uh, it also kind of brushes on ideas you know that we had with the nails in IDW one, just like you know characters who are neither Autobot nor Decepticon but are Transformers, uh, and what that could mean uh, if that is not a common thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean November is actually not all that far away. That's weird to say, though, because that's the second to last month of the year. I don't want to think it. I, November is so far away that uh, I don't I don't want to get too speculative here, um, you know, lest, lest I overthink it a bit too much. But uh, we also got a whole bunch of toy reveals uh, to go with that stuff. And uh, I'll just mention it right on right on the bottom end of the toy reveals, the bottom but the good bottom end. We got the uh, the Transformers uh, flippity finger puppet friends. Um what are they called? Tacticon Tacticons. Figures. My name is yeah. better. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a cute idea. I I wonder if like I didn't know if we saw any videos of how they work, but I was kind of assuming that they work sort of gravity bot ish, like not literally with the paperweight thing, but it looks like you know you put them on your finger and you flick your finger down, and then they're you know they're a truck or a whatever. Um, but uh, I I I don't know that I'm going to collect the the finger friends. But uh, we also saw uh, a couple gimmick toys, uh, saw some one-step changers, um, and then we uh, saw Deluxes and Warrior Class. And uh, I actually would really like to call out that the Warrior Class, outside of the Cyberverse Seeker appearing again, which, like, no one asked for, uh, and it's Skywarp in 33% shattered glass colors, uh, which is... Cryolite, uh, I think, is what they were calling it, wasn't it? Ryolite? So what was on the um the the text for the the photos oh i didn't look at the text <laughs> rhyolite render 1 render 2 i don't know if it's code named oh cuz the 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 very alita 1 looking is agatha so that might just be code named or something oh yeah it's it's probably code names cuz this is this is the cyberverse warrior class seeker with the silly wing mm-hmm. gimmick that I I never really entirely understood. Uh but leaving leaving that one aside, we do have warrior class uh, Optimus and Alita and the thing I really w- was liking about these is that like warrior class is always like a big dice roll, but in this case the gimmick on both of them just seems to be a flippy weapon hand and otherwise they seem to be a normal toy. And that's that's got me kind of excited because also maybe this will be the only Elita that we get. Who knows? It's hard to tell anymore. <laughs> Windblade never got a deluxe, and Windblade was the main character of the entire first season of Cyberverse. So who knows? Uh, but uh, this this Elita looks really cool. Optimus looks, I, I think, fine. Looks pretty cool too. Uh, 
couple little worries about Alita's articulation, because someone pointed out to me that there's no real proof she has knees, and I wasn't sure if she had a neck, and, uh... I, I, I could live without one of those, but not without both of those. So I'd, I'd kind of like to know. Uh, but then uh, with the Deluxes, we also got uh, Deluxe Bumblebee Megatron and uh, Twitch. Uh, and it, nice to see like one of the Terrans getting like a full-on figure up front. Um, nothing about them is like really like you know blowing my mind. I just think they look like good warrior class, good uh, deluxe class figures, and I'm I'm interested in picking them up. I think there's a build a figure mandroid with the deluxes, and it is worth shouting out the deluxes are here right now, not a year or year and a half in. So that is hope, you know, that is laying the, the seeds of hope that main characters maybe all get deluxes but i don't want to i don't want to get my hopes up too far um aaron how you feeling about uh, what we're seeing of the earth spark toy line so far um they look like the cyberverse toy line in that they're interesting but maybe a bit more simplistic and i don't know if that'll hit the right triggers for my my toy fancy you're going to want to probably find out from someone else on each of these Maybe. The Megatron looks neat enough, but he also looks like he's just, like, pull apart in half clamshelly. He is and... hella laying face down in his alt mode, but he's yeah. doing it with a lot of courage, and I, I don't entirely mind. <laughs> and then uh, Twitch as well. I think that might be one that I, I take a look at, because that's a very unique form, like alt mode, that... You know, even even Megatron, you know, through animated, we've had something similar, but instead he's mm. a like a hover hover drone thing, and I'm still trying to figure out where his landing gear is. Kind of, he's got like little pincer arms that are hanging off the back of his arms, I think, or the back of an arm. I no, both arms that then end up kind of becoming like landing gear. Looks like a very interesting, like transformation and everything so i'd i'd like to check it out but i like beyond I like that, that a the bunch of the rest of them are 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 there i guess for me i i, I like that twitch's alt mode looks like um what a, a very large personal like consumer drone might look like mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a cool shape um well, uh, TJ, how about you? How are you feeling about what we've seen toy-wise for uh, EarthSpark so far? Are you hyped for finger puppets? I don't know if I'm really hyped for finger puppets outside of the mental image of having an entire hand full of them, just like flipping all of them into vehicle mode at once. Oh, yeah. I want to know how they work, because if they do flip to transform with you just flip, flicking them around... Yeah, like like four on each hand, just doing waggly fingers with them all transforming back and forth. That could be really fun. Just like weird noises. Yeah, yeah. So there's that there's that, there's that element of it for me. Uh, beyond that, the toys so far I do like the look of. Um, I'm happy we're getting a like not only deluxes but a build a figure right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that it's the human villain. You know, not not something we we got in animated where human villains were a big thing. Like we got like we got we got Silas, the tiny little thing inside one of the breakdowns. Yeah, who, who uh, never came mm-hmm. out in the states <laughs> or in, in North America, right. I should say. Right. Uh, yeah. So 
I'm happy. With, I'm happy with what I'm seeing right now. I, like I am happy with Twitch getting a deluxe right off the bat, and she looks really good. Uh, the Megatron is an interesting design. Like, uh, I, I like. Let me just say it does make me happy that I've got a VTOL Megatron, a Swindle, and human villains in my Transformers cartoon. Yeah, I just like that. I like the notes that that hits. And uh, it's, uh, the, the toys themselves. Uh, I was mm-hmm. going to say, it's also really, it is just really cool that Megatron is kind of just wearing a lot of IDW Megatron shapes, um, like getting to see those in motion. Yeah. Uh, it's, I I didn't dislike it, but also we have had just perfectly right up to the brim of the bowl, we had just enough G1 Megatron who turns into a tank. So it's great that we get a little bit of a break from all that. Yeah. The rest of it does look nice to me. Elita 1 for a warrior class does look really fun. I wish you hadn't mentioned that there's no proof she has knees. That is upsetting. Yeah, I mean, it's weird, because there's a transformation joint there, and so I was like, yeah, knees, but then someone was like, yeah, but also, it's hard to tell what's just sculpted and, like, where the joint is, and I was like, you're right, but, like, I could have gone another couple months imagining that this was really not going to be a thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm looking like, at a photo of, of her in profile, and I literally can't like the rivets below the knee, but also the whole knee's right there. And I don't... Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other part about this? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like scrambling to find the other photos of her. It's like, please be wrong, please be wrong. I'll uh, I'll link the uh, the sideways shot uh, in the chat. They these are spread over Aaron. a whole bunch of news stories. Yeah. All right. I see. I I found her. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, mm. like, Uh, you know, she doesn't have knees. Maybe I'm just going to say she doesn't have knees, but yeah, universal hips, maybe. So it doesn't really matter. I I would, I would be like, I would like to be wrong, but yeah, it does not look like she has knees. Yeah. Mm. That's warrior. Hey, I'm, you I'm know what? At... Deluxe is here on day one, so you can hope, you know. <laughs> I like that they got me on this already. Like the show hasn't even aired yet, and I'm already sitting here going, "Like, I hope that one of your main female characters gets a <clears throat> gets a, a deluxe toy. That'd be really cool." Looking forward to that deluxe little one. Uh. Just flipping through these photos, trying to see if there's anything else I forgot about. Um, I love that there's a stock photo of this big gimmick bumblebee in vehicle mode with a nine-year-old girl just standing on the on the rear. Yeah, like that's a perfectly normal place for a child to be standing. Yeah, that, that's on where you car. put your kids as they're as they're riding along, right? That's how I like to ride along on the on. Hey, I, I just noticed there's an Optimus with uh, with Robbie in the same mm-hmm. gimmick. Uh, scenario I'd, I'd miss that one um probably not gonna pick it up but that's a cool way to get the, the it looks like they are doing like really neat roundabout ways to get the human characters into the line uh you know in like not like you know one-to-one scale but like in vague scale like the kids are small mm-hmm. one-piece things uh Diedrich bader is an articulated build a figure i'm i have to call him dr mandroid and not Diedrich bader otherwise it's, it's gonna be a problem later on um yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that these also are out, like, 
in time with the show so I can just like, you know, get get to grabbing the deluxes and then uh inevitably start picking up some of the weirder ones uh, on sale as time goes on. Um but that is uh, our coming that is our coming kids show. Uh there there is always the inherent bummer like like that it's not just getting full on deluxes and voyagers. That's that's the weird state Transformers isn't right now with its own media, but uh baby steps are deluxes being shown before the show has aired. So let's hope uh our deluxes and voyagers are in legacy and we got a whole bunch of legacy reveals of robot modes without their accessories in one photo each which was weird uh we we then got two alt modes one i guess on purpose skull grins i th- i think we weren't supposed to see is <laughs> the impression i got from like that no one really knows where the photo came from other than i saw mm-hmm. it on a discord uh but we got to see legacy wave 3 to some degree um and uh i think this all like still matches with some version of somebody's list of of leaks somewhere it's always really weird now um, yeah but <laughs> it's four deluxes weren't these, two voyagers weren't these the the like the walmart where it was like arm star skirt or something Walmart really likes to just put every single listing up and shrug, is the impression yeah. I've gotten. Uh, so some of the stuff we've known about, I guess, and some, <laughs> but some of this stuff was like names floating around and everyone was wondering like which one it would be. So, uh, over the deluxes, like the easy, easy ones to get out of the way because all we have is one picture of their robot modes, right? There's Dead End. So Dead End is a Stunicon. We knew there's going to be Stunicons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead End does look remarkably Combiner Wars from especially the knees down um, in in the way that his chunk is arrayed, which is interesting. He also looks like he does something neat with uh, those hinges on the sides of his torso. It looks like he doesn't just, like, you know, stand up and have his arms come out. It looks like those things actually hinge out and around to make him thinner in car modes. That, that's kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. I like the head sculpt. It looks like all the Stunicons, basically, other than Drag Strip, have got backpacks going on, but... You know, I, I don't really mind that too much. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of digging him. Uh, and uh, just just quickly, I'll, just, I'll list off the three and then we can kind of just delve into him. We also have Point Blank, which is a, you know, Autobot Target Master Point Blank with his animation accurate, actually inaccurate head. Where he's got one antenna <laughs> because he actually has Crosshair's head, kind of, but not all the way. Uh, and they went with that for this one, which which is weird. Uh <laughs> I think most people generally are more into him having two ears rather than one on his forehead. But uh, we also got Crankcase, who is a very, very heavy partial of Skids, uh, to the point where, like, he can't possibly have exactly the same transformation because the straight, like, the way the chest is all together just is a little different. I can see where the door hinges are, but I, I like how different it is given how much from the you know the waist down he kind of looks the same. Uh, and he's got a real, you know, just blocky, nice looking head sculpt as well. So these three, we've, we've only seen the robot modes and we still haven't seen any of their accessories, which for point blank is, you know, a bummer because you kind of want to see his little friend that you assume he's coming with. Um, but, uh, yeah, Aaron, how how are you feeling about uh, our first look at these three deluxes? Um, I, I think they all look good. You can see on dead end where his, his button is to split them in half. Yep. <laughs> um, 
that was definitely like yeah that's that's going to be another arm for sure for sure um but yeah of, of the deluxes i'm probably going to grab all of them yeah nothing nothing's putting me off of them enough to not want to i mean mm-hmm. point blank is weird in a bunch of ways yeah. but uh like not just the head but he, he looks weird i don't know he, he's got like Anime just like robot all the long blue square chest. He he's got a he, he's got a weird profile to him because he very much looks like he just has this blue chest that the arms and like hips come out of. Well, and, and his elbows are like right under his shoulders, and uh, mm-hmm. I've seen that on Transformers before, but it always kind of bums me out because I think it does mean he only really has maybe two and a half arm poses he can really do with with the elbows yeah. up there. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll also see what he looks like when he's got like a, a little friend who turns into a gun. I assume. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about the three uh, currently naked robot only uh, previews we got on these deluxes? Uh, I do enjoy what I'm seeing so far. It would be nice to see all of them. This is it's super awkward to talk about a transformer and have no concept of how they work or what they turn into. Uh, like Dead End looks good. You know, looks. You know, I'm I'm happy that all of these Stunticons seem to be pretty solid to this point. Um, looking forward, looking forward to breaking him in half. Mm-hmm. Uh, crankcase. It's hard to tell where Skids is in there unless you are told where Skids is. Like, that's a pretty impressive retooling. Yeah, I I think he's just. I think that he's just backwards from on the top because the door hinges are on the front of his chest rather than the back. But then, like, they're also hinging around the other way than on skids. So it's it's cool what he's doing. Like, it's, it's a, you know, clever, uh, clever partial, as we've seen on on stuff like Sunstreak. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he, he feels like he's going to be in that, like, like, maybe not as good, but in that, like... In, in the, like, tops, like, uh, Titans Return top spin area of... This is like a like this is like a a very simple figure in G one. We're just gonna go absolutely nuts and make it like do something really weird. Yeah, so I know. I, I, uh, I okay, good. I really need someone to print to to like. I'm not one for upgrade kits, but if someone could make me one with the damaged helmet so he can fit in with my scavengers, please. I was going to say, like, what with us actually getting Buzzworthy figures with alternate head sculpts, uh, I, I saw people already going like, hey, what, maybe y'all could just, like, do, you know, run his head a few more times and just, like, shave a piece off. We'll do, like, we can all do the rest. <laughs> we can we can paint the mm-hmm. stump. <laughs> uh, yep. But uh, we we did we did get one more deluxe that we can actually talk a little bit more about, which was Skullgrin, yeah, because me, me, some... Let... Or good, good. Yeah. No, no, no. Let me let me, let me talk point blank or blanker, because we have to use his Japanese name for this one. Oh, right. Wait, That's is that what, is that what they called him? I, f- I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. The official name's Blanker. Oh, right. Yeah, because he's rude. It's a thing I learned from the <laughs> the, the British folks. Uh, yeah, I like the look of him. And it's one of those tool. It's one of those figures that makes me go, "Ooh, I want you remolded into all of these people." <laughs> the one thing, like, and 
I'm really hoping that this is just like a really poorly chosen pose because his midsection looks super awkward. His his midsection and his biceps both look weird. Uh, and I, I hope it's the pose because like <laughs> yeah, it's just it's odd because it, it looks it looks good. But in this pose, and it makes me worried about whether he can do other poses. And yeah, well, well, I'm sure he, I'm sure he could. Well, obviously, do other poses. But like when, when, like you do this like straight on shot of it, and it's just like blocky torso that just ends, and like here's this rectangle sticking out, and these two stems where his legs are connected. It's just super weird looking. Also, uh, I just noticed kind of an interesting just thing. Looks like he has two ball socketed red things on his flanks, like under the 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 blue rectangle. Like you can see, like the horizontal line for to not have a vacuum. Like that's kind of interesting. Like ball joint pieces in there. I'm trying to think of what would actually like rotate up in that in the you know in that transformation to to make that connection. Yeah, like maybe the some of the, like the the sides under the doors, you know, like the ridges under the doors. Like, yeah, like that could be it. Yeah, but why why go with a ball uh, joint system instead of just a hinge? I don't know. Like it, it might be the range of motion they have to go through. Like maybe it, it made more sense to just have like a two piece thing. Uh, I mean. <laughs> We, to yeah. be to be a greedy little person, to be a little a little a, a greedy little kid that the Krampus would give Cole at Christmas, if, if we had a photo of the car mode, I, I could probably have deduced a little <laughs> bit more. About what that How would. dare you! How dare you want a look at the alt mode of a transformer? That that is why I'm really eager to kind of just bump along to Skullgrin because I, I think they said in August we're we're gonna have like a, a live stream or something at, at, at PulseCon to see what the rest of these look like. But, you know, someone did just show us the back of Skullgrin's package, so we know what Skullgrin turns into, and what his guns look like, and that's a whole thing. Uh, admittedly, he's probably, for most people, the least exciting of the alt modes to have found out about, because, like, you could kind of assume, looking at his robot mode, that he turns into a treaded stick with gun on top, and that is what he turns into in approximately 20 steps. Uh... That is also precisely what I wanted for for this robot mode that is so much just like a weird pretender with Skullgrin Skullhead. I was like, I want this to turn into the, like a BS G1 pretender alt mode. And it does! Uh, and I can see how it still has like 20 steps because you gotta hide that big silly Skullgrin head uh, so that he just turns into a rectangle. Uh, so I really like Skullgrin. Um, I'm sticking up for him even a little bit, but I completely understand how his alt mode is a nothing for a lot of folks, but I, I still really like It's what I wanted. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about Skullgrin? What with us actually getting to see all of him? He is just super weird. Like, I, I don't... The robot mode, like, that's going to have... Um, that's going to be one of those... When I see it in person, it's going to grow on me. Because it's doing this weird trying to split the difference between the shell and the inner robot, and it's not entirely working for me yet. Yeah, it's weird, because, like, when you go, when you try to do Skullgrin shell, like, they did that, but they put the robot chest on, along with the robot limbs. So it's like, it's like he got (laughs) half-dressed. So he's wearing the pretender (laughs) helmet, shoulders, and belt. But (laughs) the rest of him is just the inner robot. 
Hey, that, he that's, that's like... the EDC, man. That's what he's got every day. It's everything else is what he changes. <laughs> he, lo- he looks like one of those gimmicky death metal bands like Guar with a big helmet <laughs> on when he performs. <laughs> that's what I like about him, though, because it, like it looks like that's not his head and he's just wearing it. But like, it's something really charming about the proportions on this to me. That's, I'm, I've been really won over by him ever since I saw him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think the alt mode is just like, I, th- I feel like that's just giving some upgrade company permission to just make a body you can just like chunk him into. The hell like, yeah! I'm, like I, I don't know, I, I don't get the like the box tank that that that's not doing it for me. I will admit. It's it's the part where I know because you can see them on in, in the official photo. You can see the treads on the backs of his legs, and you can you can tell where they are in that tank mode that they're just at the back. So I, I just love it because it means that like the front half of his alt mode uh, is is just a bunch of overhanging spike basically, and then all the all the treads and guns are at the back end and uh, like from the waist down you could just cut his legs off and he'd still have a functional alt mode. Uh, something about that. Something about that's really working for me in this case. Uh, Aaron, uh, how are you feeling about our deluxe, uh, skull grin here? It is that, uh, ever classic alt mode of hover tank with but treads. he's not hovering. Yeah, he's got treads. I guess. But the treads are all the way at the back and the front just is kind of... It's like a... Ballet like a point hover, feet. Um, it's like a hover half track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the front yeah. half hovers and the back half yeah. pushes it. <laughs> With like four guns, whatever. Shut up. Twenty, ste- <laughs> 20 steps. There's twenty steps to lay him over, point his feet. Because okay, you got to point the left foot. That's one. You point the right foot. That's two. You straighten the knees. That's, that's three and four. To be fair. You, you got you got to no. get all those round bits on his head and his shoulders to go inside the chest. That's yeah, a bit I of think flippity. I right. think ten I think ten steps are just collapsing the helmet and packing it away. <laughs> now, it it kind of just looks like it's left horn, right horn folds in. Like, again, that's left horn, I guess, right horn. You, get, you probably got to, like, make him look up so that then the, the chest part can open. And then you make him look down, and then you turn the head around, and then you put it down in there, and then you close it back up. So Don't that's forget, like turn 180 steps. degrees. Yeah. yeah. You got the step where you turn the toy around 180 degrees to look at it from the back. Mm-hmm. But all of these photos uh, are done at, like, you know... Like they took all the photos at arm's length, and then that's what they show on the instructions, not the very close-up specific things. Because uh, <laughs> instruction re- reasons I'll be angry about if we talk about things we got. Did you hear about how? Uh, did you did you get get a chance to watch the like seven minute um, live stream they did for Victory Saber with the box? Because they mentioned that like the instructions for Victory Saber are actual are, photos of the toy. full-color actual photos of the toy, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that they're close photos, not just like, hey, we took a photo from the tripod six feet away from the, the turntable and... Asking for the world here. I, uh. yeah, I know, I know. I'm horrible. Um... Well, you know who you know who isn't horrible is Skullgrin, because the horrible is a different character. Uh... The one, one other thing about Skullgrin worth noting, he's a deluxe. Iguanus, uh, was core class. I've seen some folks weirded out that they're different sizes. I 100,000% don't care that they're different sizes myself. Uh, I don't know if that's the thing that really stuck out to either of you. Like, it, I get where it's coming from being weirded out by it, but also I'm like, 
the last thing we really need is to, like to make everyone be the same size when it comes to like pretenders who are no longer pretenders. Like Skullgren's got a big ass head. Let him be big, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I I think I noticed that at first and went, oh oh, so there's two pretenders now and they aren't the same size. Well, anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> like. I, I yeah I I think it's fine if you get a little fixated on it I should say dear listener it's just that like it feels like the kind of thing you get fixated on because you feel like you're supposed to get fixated on something if that makes any sense uh what I'm fixated on though are these Voyagers we got Armada Starscream looking like at a glance a whole lot like Thrilling Thirty Starscream but I know he's taller because he's a Voyager and in 2013 the deluxes weren't enormous anymore uh. And it, like he's a, he's a hard one really to, for me to make a call on, other than like because he because he looks fine. He looks like Armada Starscream. It's not like uh, I don't know. It's not like the hardest arrangement of shapes to to, to nail, in my opinion. Um, it looks like he's got hinges on those null null laser cannons, and so that that should be pretty neat. Uh, I I think that I'm over the part where clearly his wing isn't his sword. And he has a you know a different sword and also that funny looking little star saber sword instead. But like, uh, I don't know. I, I I'm so much more sold on him when his wing actually turns into the sword. It's just something about it is like more more fun to me uh, than just giving him a fake you know a fake real sword. Um, but uh, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Armada Starscream? Uh, I think this is our uh, our first Armada Armada character in this stuff because because Metroplex is, is Cybertron, right? So this is. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, this is our first Armada, like, officially, like, this is where it came from figure. And mm-hmm. I, I do really, really like the way it's turned out so far. There's there's a couple colors missing here and there. Like, I'm missing red on I'm missing red on the cannons. I'm missing a little bit of black on the under torso, but that's, like, that's nitpicking at this point. Like, I could see where people would call it out as, like, it's a big version of the Thrilling 30, but the more I look at between the two, I'm like, no. It's just, like, it's literally, like, what we've done with Transformers since the beginning of time. You know, it's just, it's yeah. it's using the same transformation scheme because it's the same character. So, of course, it's going to look similar. Yeah. I, I'm really happy with what it is. I don't mind the wing not becoming a sword because I'd rather it look like the like one of the actual swords he used in the show mm-hmm. rather than just this like what looks like a car bumper in his hand. <laughs> but but the stick aesthetic though, there's something bespoke about that. <laughs> uh yeah, I I also wanted to say like when it comes to Armada characters, it's also in especially for Armada Starscream, like it's not really meant to be a dig when I say he resembles the Thrilling Thirty version because like the the jet mode is designed to look like the robot mode folded up in that shape. Like it's not really trying to do any any crazy mass shifting stuff. Like it it looks like Starscream with his chest folded up and his legs behind him, you know. Uh so uh, I'm I'm I am liking the head sculpt. I think that's a really key thing in this case. Uh, you know, once again, uh, Legacy brings in someone from another show that isn't Prime, and they just look like they're from that show because they already had a nose. Uh, that's where I've decided the keystroke is. Erin, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how about you? How are you feeling about Armada Starscream? Uh, looks good. Will he have the annoying sound effect that all the actual Armada seekers had? That whenever you put them down, they would 
like chirp their sound effect because you accidentally oh. brushed across their canopy and then you have to figure out which one's making noise and then you get very angry and kick the tubbies in four or five times. I forgot about that. Very that's, specific that's memory like to me, yes. Classic sense memory here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like red alert, woo, woo, woo. I remember that one, yeah. Not for the meme, that was the one who always went off in my Armada tub was red alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the muffled red alert, woo, 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 is woo. <laughs> Like I hope that battery dies soon. Don't care. Like, don't care if that's eating through the plastic as the acid goes, just so it no longer makes that noise. What? What? Hmm? That's the battery that lasts for twenty years. That's, <laughs> yeah. Of all of them, Tesla needs to look into this one. No, but uh, yeah, I I think he looks good. I I I've gone back and forth on my thoughts about the wing sword, but I'm I'm pretty sure that I'd rather have him. Have two good-looking wings because, yeah, any sort of actual wing sword is going to be a weird halfway in between thing. It, it'll be a really dinky-looking sword for a guy that was known as a swordsman, or you can yeah. like just give him a sword and have it actually look good as a sword. And then you could make it look like it's a wing, something that has like a different like dimensionality to it. Rather than, hey, this is part of a folded up wing that comes off of a, off of a, you know, stubby winged jet toy because actual wing sizes are larger than you'd ever think they are until you're up on top of them. And, but that doesn't make for a good toy. So you don't do it unless it's like a licensed thing. You've, you've collectively, like in the last, what, two minutes basically won me over to like, no, it's actually fine and good that he has a separate sword. Yeah, <laughs> like I think I just like the concept of the the wing unfolding more than the execution, and yeah, like especially on a, especially on a modern Voyager, it's like yeah, that would that would run into a ceiling really fast, and it would probably just mm-hmm. look weird in both modes. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, because you know, especially for modern Voyagers, like how much you want to bet the underside of that wing is like hollowed out plastic. It's not like mm-hmm. back in the day where that'd be four pieces with three screws holding it all together, and then the wing is going to be like seven or eight pieces plus screws and then the accepting piece is two or three pieces so that it can hold in like that's a lot of part complexity that unfortunately we can't do anymore or else uh voyager would be 60 bucks instead of the yeah. 30 to 40 that it's crept to like that's that's always the thing in in modern toy design and everything that you got to sit there and think about like is the additional complexity worth it? Yes or no. And like, I think it's an, an elegant solution to have a better looking sword packed along with them rather than, uh, you, you know, fighting to get this old gimmick jammed in place. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually trying to remember now where I saw the photo of him with the weird star saber because we saw that, right? Like the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was we, that we did case? at some point in time. I don't think so. I'd need to go back yeah. and look at like the news page in order to see. Like, yeah, I, I thought I'd collated all the links, but it's not on the case photos that I found. No, because it, yeah, weird... it was pr- it was prior to to SDCC. Yeah, so if you were just like... going down SDCC news, that wasn't it. It was a thing that was just like, oh, this showed up at some somebody else's deal yeah i'm trying to yeah pan it was a, it was basically now. like a one piece of the star saber you could see the three little mini cons on it but it was also like 
kind of comically small. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, and, yeah, it was the role play Star Saber. Yeah, exactly. It's the Star Dagger, the Star, the Star Not Buckler, whatever it is, the Star Mongosh, uh, <laughs> Not Buckler. <laughs> um, but uh, also the other Voyager that we saw, uh, Inferno, um, the one that we that who debuted getting horrifically maimed on the front of Metroplex's box art. Uh, looks good. At least the robot mode looks good. Um, I think, did we see the ant mode in the same place where we saw the Star Saber? I'm, I, cause also uh, it's his ant mode. I and, like, know. I'm, I, I couldn't I be know filling I've in the gaps. I have seen other angles of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, we saw, we saw yeah, his yeah, mouth opens. Yeah. No, no, yeah, there's, yeah, there's other stock photos. Ah, oh, this is also disorganized. What is? <laughs> yeah. Why did their presentation I, 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 only have these one photo things going on? I don't know. Uh, I'll send them. A, I'll send them a letter. Yeah. Oh, right. This is from the um. What is it? That website in demand. They kept getting the stock photos of everything. Uh, right. That's where we saw this stuff. So yeah, we saw we saw all of Inferno. Um. Right, yeah, because I was so... I remember now, I was so pleased that he has a gun on his head in ant mode, because I thought that was adorable. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all I'm all on this Inferno. I, th- I, I think it was pointed out, like, he only has three panels on his split-open abdomen thruster, and he's supposed to have four. Uh, and that that's, you know... Trash. Straight in the trash. Garbage. They can't um, count how many panels it is. What's the point? <laughs> But I, I like the texture on him too. I like that they went for the thing they they go for as a flex now, where the insect modes can stand themselves up on their insect legs without it being kind of, you know, splatted on the table with their insect legs all splayed out. Like he's he's straight up upright. Um, so I, I am digging this. Aaron, how are you feeling about uh, uh, Legacy Inferno? I I also am in the the digging of it. Um, yeah. It'll be, uh, man, what is left for, like, Beast War Season 1? Yeah, that's all of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's at that point, like, we're basically... getting Pterosaur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I... Yeah, we're basically, we're moving on to Silverbolt. Where, where's Silverbolt and Quickstrike at this point? Yeah, Silverbolt, Quickstrike, Transmetal, Transmetal, well, <laughs> we're getting Transmetal, Transmetal too. Anything. We skipped so. one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, but season one, they did it. You know, the only bummer is that Terrorsaur, uh, is impossible to get. Um, he's not impossible to get. He's just too expensive to get now. Uh, and of course that was, that was the one where the pre-order did not pan out on my end. So mm-hmm. I am, of course, intensely bitter, uh, about that. Um, but I know Inferno is, is looking good, filling out the, the squad. Um, I'm curious, uh, how poppable his head will be for people's dioramas with, uh, funny little uh, sculpted figurines of cave people. Um, it almost looks like the the photo there of his head open. That it may be that his tongue is like the bottom, like the inside of the ball socket joint. Might be. Might be. In, in which case, that could potentially be very easy. Hell yeah! Uh, I do. I do really like how they they went like whole hawk, uh, whole hawk, whole hog. Uh, whole whole Hug. face, uh, yeah. They went they went whole everything on that jaw, so it can it could just like 
hinge right open. You can put things in there, or at least balance things in there. Um, but uh, no, you met, you mentioned. Uh, well, actually, before uh, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, about Inferno here? I'm <laughs> mentioning Transmetal twos, and I'm like, yeah, they're doing a Transmetal two. I'm so hyped. Uh, but <laughs> they are they 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 are not doing Transmetal Inferno yet, which is of course like they you know they're not true fans. But there is no Transmetal Inferno. <laughs> I don't know what you're no, talking there about. No, should, there should be! <laughs> there isn't. We're not going to discuss this again. That's all right. I'll go to my local Kmart and purchase one. I'm sure they still got a few. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do really like... I really like how Inferno turned out. Um, I, I do really... I, I, someone mentioned it, and I think it's absolutely true, that the design team probably benefited greatly from the Ant-Man movies... Before they got around to this figure, <laughs> oh yeah, because the, they made so the many. ant is, yeah, cause, <laughs> yeah, because it's 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 kind of like on the cute side of an ant, yeah, you know, similar to how a so lot of them were in that. Movie. Is it Antony or Antonio Banderas? Then which one is this? Uh, oh jeez, uh, can you can you really compare that? Because where where where's where is that? collaborative figure <laughs> where's my little where's my ant man that goes with this legit uh, legit I, do... I bet that's on a whiteboard i'm just gonna say it <laughs> i'm sure it is because they got to reuse it somehow right yeah just yeah just figure out how to mold wings into him i do like the overall look of him um it seems like i i wish he came with like those giant flamethrowers he had in the cartoon rather than this because this this is absolutely the thruster for his back just turned into a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like, this is where like, I'd really like in hand shots so I can see someone like plug that into his butt and we can actually get his flight mode. Mm-hmm. Which I knew we weren't getting like the spinning, like the spinning death blossom for his butt. I knew we weren't getting that. Like it's, it's still a little weird that we only have like three panels of it, but you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Like it looked like. Besides that, it looks like everything else came out really good. This uh makes me think actually. So I I am very bad at keeping up with this stuff to the point where I don't know if the retracts thing is a meme or not. But did they do a reissue of Beast Wars Inferno, or was it? Did they not do a reissue? No, of no, no. The the only mega class with a reissue so far is Scorponok. Oh, they should reissue Inferno. That is such a good toy. Like with the full-on... Let's see. There's going to be a store out there somewhere where they're putting brand new Infernos next to the ones that have been sitting there since 1997. Oh, no, 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 I thought that wasn't... You must mean Scavenger. You must mean Transmetal Scavenger. They're both there. They should reissue Transmetal Scavenger and just call them Transmetal Inferno and just close the book on it finally. Just make like ten of them. You know, I'll I'll buy one. The other nine will probably go unsold. But like, I I would like for that chapter to to come full circle. I had that toy as a kid. I would buy a reissue of that. Yeah, it's a good toy. So that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, the internal shelf warmer. It's like, yeah, but also it was good. You were lucky whenever you got your third or fourth one. You know, a bunch of extra stunt copies. Um, this uh, brings us though to the leader, uh, Transmetal Two, uh, Dragon Megatron. Featuring the Prime Beast Wars, uh, uh, Predacon, Predaking, not Beast Wars logo. They gave him the Prime Predacon logo because it looks like a dragon, and I think that's hilarious. And I kind of hope that that's not a problem, like an error. I, I want them just to, to, to stick to that because uh, 
It makes me happy. Um, but this is a leader class. Uh, he's, he's got a very slim looking handsome robot mode. He's got wingspan thanks to the fact that we could see the back of the box. Uh, he's also got, uh, the last night leader Megatron's flame effect part, which is odd, but fine. Um, and uh, it looks like, like some people have identified some really cool parts of the transformation, like how the dragon mode's claws, like hand claws, appear to be the claw details on his robot mode's chest. Uh, if that's so, that's a really cool trick. Um, I have one problem with him, and it wasn't a problem until someone pointed it out in very granular detail, and I, I think I'm mad that they pointed it out, because I think I might have not noticed... I'll just say it, his head's too small because they sized his head around the outer helmet, not the inner helmet, and it makes his head look really, really small. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. didn't really notice it until someone pointed it out in full detail, and specifically that there are two helmets involved, and I was like, well, damn it, now I see it all the time. But I'll get over it. And I'm, and uh, I'm not sure I like his very toothy grin. Yeah, the spike teeth are a weird choice. Yeah. He's hype. He's just really hyped that he exists. <laughs> uh, it is kind of odd. It's 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 got a bit of a uh, a magmatron uh, vibe. Um, but uh, the I am I am really excited to see how the transformation feels because it, it looks like they they went as detailed as possible on it, which is a, a cool thing to see on you know any Beast Wars character where the the robot legs are the beast the Beast Mode's legs basically, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, People have also pointed out that his uh, the thing on the middle of his chest in robot mode looks like an eyeball, uh, and it does. I don't see how that's a problem. Um, so I am I am hardcore into this. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Transmetal Two Megatron? I tend to really obsess over any kind of dragon transformer to begin with, so this automatically hits a lot of good notes for me. I loved Transmetal Two. Megatron when it first came out. I'm really loving the look of this one. Uh, I like that they kept some asymmetry in that design. The different knee pads and the slightly different angles to the claws on top of his wings. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm really happy with just like the overall look. I'm really glad that like, after all this about Hasbro going like, we don't know how to do transmetals because the chrome is really expensive to do these days, but we want to do transmetals and we don't know how to do it. And then they just like, yeah, we just made it. Like, yeah, there's no chrome. There's no, meta- there's no metallic yeah. paint. It's just like, Hey, here's a dragon. Get some of that old Bandai silver paint and play with that. There you go. There you go. I uh, see like, in my head, like, if you're going to do modern transmetal, I'm thinking back to, like, Cybertron Galvatron and, like, that super shiny, like, super hard uh, uh, paint he had. Yeah, yeah, the the, the all-over silver. The all-over silver mm-hmm. is like, oh, they make this, you know, this is what they make cell phones out of, that kind of... Yeah. That kind of spin they put it back then. No, like, I'm... Like I, my only contention with this one so far is that midpoint between where his dragon neck should sit on his shoulders and where it actually sits. There's this block in the middle that's a little bit weird, but outside of that, like outside of that, I really, really like this. I really, really want to see how it works. Oh, I didn't notice that block until you, this is just like his robot mode head. Now I'm seeing the block, and it looks like a little other head. <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a tiny other head with a visor in front of it, and there's a dragon neck on top. I'll get over it. Uh, it's, it's just new to me. Um, 
It's really weird because everyone points it out, and I see it, but I also constantly don't even see the asymmetry on him, uh, which which I'm always bummed out about because it is a lot of extra work that they put in, uh, right down to even having like that little ex like you know one knee or right under the knee is also like got that yellow spot that the other one doesn't have. Um, it, it's it's pretty cool. Like, I almost wonder if it was partly just because he's got you know so much asymmetry. Uh, from the waist up that, like, it was maybe easier for them to figure it out going downwards. I wonder if there's any, like, clever molding tricks they did for that, too. Um, like, maybe there's more shared parts than it looks like. Maybe it's just, like, a cap-on piece or something. Um, probably isn't, but, yeah, it'd be really cool if it was. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm excited for messing with this thing, because I, I just like how the robot mode looks, even though I'm messed up about the way his head looks. Uh, just the, the shapes, I grew up with Transmetal 2 Megatron, whose robot mode was so friggin' weird, uh, and so just seeing one who's, like, all handsome and stuff is, uh, is really doing it for me. Like, I know there have been third-party ones, but there's a certain je ne sais quoi to the way that a, a Generations one is doing it. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm into it. Also, the fact that his wingspan works. I, I like robots with wings. Um, Aaron, uh, how about you? Any other thoughts on uh, Transmetal 2 Megatron? Not really. Um, I think getting to see it kinematically will really be a uh, a, a cool hit. Um, I think it would have been neat to maybe see the, the, the robot mode with the full wingspan uh, yeah. out rather than just... Because I think all that we've got really is like the couple of like box pictures... Yep. Did we ever have a? Uh, I don't think in any of the photos I saw, we had a, a dragon mode of them. So, no, nope. we're not allowed to see alt modes anymore. Yeah, I think that they were able to put that box out because it's a leader class, so it was all closed. So they could be like, "No, we're just showing mm-hmm. you the artwork." But also, mm-hmm. like, they they had they know like that team knows. It's like, no, we got to show them the dragon mode. Or no one's going to be able to tell like what this really is. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the the one other preview we got s- debuted at IGN, I think, was uh, the the this year's PulseCon exclusive for Transformers. A hero is born. Uh, Cup is always eventually going to be Orion Pax. It's the way of the world, but it's a two pack of uh, Studio Series eighty six Cup into Orion Pax this time with Studio Series Scourge uh, done up into Alpha Trion with some actually really interesting remolds on the wings with those uh, rectangle pieces. And uh, he has two open hands, living the dream, as some have pointed out. Um, mm-hmm. There's also uh, there's also a, a Vector Sigma, and there is a Vector Key, which is what Mark said before Evan Design said, no, it is not the Vector Key, it is the key to Vector Sigma. It's because Evan is our hero. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, Shut up, nerd! Oh. <laughs> It looks like there is a slot that you can put the key in on the top of the ball, because that's the thing we do. It looks like the the key can at least kind of fit into a somewhat open 5 millimeter ish hand. Um, this looks like a good two-pack. I would like to pick this up. I hope it's as easy to get a hold of as Ravage was in the long run. Because uh, I, I don't want to yeah. do tons of work for it, but I, I really want that Alpha Trion. And uh, I like Orion Packs. I like Studio Series Cup. Um it's it's no thrilling thirty Orion packs. That one's still untouchable. But this this one's got a really good version of that weird head sculpt. I, I was I was thinking about it when we when we saw this get debuted. It's wild that like there are two entirely different attempts to sculpt that weird fluoro deary head for Orion packs. Like in the last few years, 
mm-hmm. like Power of the Primes, and then this. It's it's just wild. Um, so I'm I, this is on this is highly on my radar. Um, so I, I hope I can pick it up. Uh, Aaron, uh, do you have much interest in this? Uh, I think it's interesting. I think if I could get it for a good price, I'd probably pick it up. Um, like my biggest kind of. I don't know, frustration, but kind of sad moment is, so I know that probably for colorway purposes, uh, uh, Alpha Trion in his alt mode has that like maroon section in and amongst the purple of everything else. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that they would have done paint on the, the purple bits to match the maroon because, well, no, the maroon has paint on it in another location. So why did, it, why they didn't like, paint all of that to match because that's all backside underside of robot mode parts i have a th- i have a theory uh if you look at the shape of the maroon section on the alt mode it is in fact in the shape of a t and i, <laughs> I would not put it pa- past a couple of I folks hope that's not it to be all like it would be so sick if alpha trion had a giant T on the top of his alt mode. When you when you when you stand him up on the back of it, it looks like an A and a T inside of it. God, I hope I I, uh, <laughs> I didn't think about the A. That's perfect. I love this now. <laughs> that would make me salty. Um, Alpha Tron's all about that but, brand. Yeah, uh, just that little bit of incongruity and and <clears throat> kind of a little bit the same. Which I think it'd be harder on uh, Orion Pax, where there's just like the red to blue line on his side, where you're going from the the arms to the the legs, and so you, oh, you have yeah, to yeah. have that for the color break. But it'd be like, man, a touch of paint or something to even just transition it would. Oh, you know what the better, bummer is know? the the two parts that meet. Uh, the red part and the blue part that meet, are, I know for a fact from mine, those are palms, so they couldn't factory paint those mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. That's the sadness. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and those are just like nitpicky things. I, I think that both of these, like, make excellent versions of those characters. It's not like they're doing some weird stretch using, using the bulkhead mold or something for one of, you know, nothing silly like that. Um, but if I could find it for a good price, they, you know, Hasbro Pulse is saying like sixty-seven. <clears throat> that's not it's not terribly far off of their default prices, really. And you have the uh, all the other added in stuff. I mean, that's not a bad price. I might I might no, snag no. it on Hasbro Pulse. Um, I do I do want to stand corrected. Actually, I'm just looking at my cup. I think the red parts that I was talking about might not be palm. I, I might I'm thinking of the bits inside them. So uh, that uh-huh. that might have been paintable on the other side. Who knows? Yeah, but like it, it and like I said, those are like incremental things that isn't anything that's actually horrible. Just like ah, it'd be really neat if. Yeah. Um, nitpicky Transformers fan. What else are we? <laughs> well, hey, listen, if it wasn't for our nitpicking, we, we would never have identified the genius of having an A with a T inside of it on the top of Alpha Trion's alt mode. Uh, I did not see the A part, but now I see it, and I'm loving <laughs> loving this stuff. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, the idea of a hero being born and whether or not you could buy it as a box set? 
I it's a pretty ideal two pack, I think, for getting out both characters who are kind of sorely in need of like an independent like independent releases that really actually looked like the characters. Oh, poor Alpha Trion, right? Like he's <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like that Titan Return figure, but that is not Alpha Trion. No, that that's N Alpha Trion, but you yeah, know. yeah, that's tr- that's <laughs> that's Trion the Barbarian. Yeah, yeah, like like old wise weird guy Alpha Trion uh, was still always relegated to like the land of third party and official third party. So this this is really cool to see those yeah. shapes, you know, taking form. Yeah. So for the Alpha Trion, I do. I just I need to say it. I need to say it. I called this like almost two years ago when Scourge was first announced. I think I saw you retweeting that when this got announced. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I I did. I searched my own Twitter page. It's like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I know I did this. I knew this. So cool that it actually happened. Cool that it's got the open hands. I wait for the inevitable retool to someone who has closed hands on both sides. DevCon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Waiting for DevCon to get one, too. Um, what I like about this set... Okay, so for the Orion packs, I do like how much retooling's gone into it to make it look a little bit different than Cup. Um, I think it's high time that that Energon goodie box got molded out. He, I, cause, I can't believe they took a photo of him taking a sip, because it's like... It's a, it's a juice box! <laughs> It's, it's, it's all it is Orion now. Pax's, it's Orion Pax's iconic juice box. <laughs> I just feel, just feel like, like wow, because like, is he really that young when Alpha Trion rebuilt him? It was like, like, like just before Megatron gunned him down, was he just sitting there watching cartoons with his gummy snacks? Like, War is dark. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I love. Here's what I love. So... Not only not only does it work for these two characters to actually be the two pack, and we're we're going to ignore the fact that the Alpha Trion from that episode was the like the middle ground age Alpha Trion. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, so it's not quite it's not really the right Alpha. What I love about this though is Orion Pax is famous for two things: uh, one, becoming Optimus Prime, and two, almost dying and needing repair. Which is what Cup did in the movie, so the gimmick still works perfect here. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that like they I took like, a photo of him taking off the a limb sip. Real easy. They took a photo of him going sippy sippy, but they didn't like show him with pieces off when that mold specifically is able to do that. I was like, hey, come on. <laughs> uh, actually, I was I was curious if they might. Oh, uh, I mean, that's a little dark, but it wouldn't have been cool if they had like peg on replacements for the limbs that are all like battle damage and stuff like wire pieces and stuff so it's like oh he actually got his leg blown off by Megatron before he had to get fixed up uh, that would have been kind of cool um but yeah that's uh the, the PulseCon is coming up I, for, I always forget PulseCon is a thing because it's, it's the thing I live tweet that's, that's how I remember it now um but that's that's coming up, and so that that means that orders for that thing should be up soon-ish. Uh, I'm hoping that it shows up on EB GameStop over here because I don't want to have to deal with Pulse because that's always very annoying in Canada. But uh, that does it for I think the legacy stuff. 
so uh, that just leaves a little update on Victory Saber. We got to see what the box is like, and that box is like 95% just perfect. The part that kills me, and I, I, I get it, but the box has everything going for it, and then there's no actual top clamshell for the figures inside. They're twist-tied in, so you can't just yeah. rebox them. And I'm like, I'm like, you, you went so hard on this reversible slipcover, even with, but then there's no clamshell inside. But there's a half clam, so it's not, you know, enviro friendly either. And oh, it just drives me nuts. And like, if you're gonna go this far, just let me reseal them in there. Well, it's like, like the the accessory tray is like you can drop in the front of it and then put it in the cardboard, something like that. Something like that. It, yeah, the accessory tray got my hopes up, too. Because I was like, oh, I can mm -hmm. see the shine on the front. And then they, they took it out. I was like, ah, ah. And also, I, I like how they... I This isn't meant to be snarky. I think this is just like, they, they're good at what they do. Um, one of the MicroMasters straight up had a leg that was just popped off from the twist tie. Uh, and mm -hmm. they did not they did not mention it. And they covered for it pretty well. But there is also a close-up photo. It is uh, the one who isn't Hori. Um, I always forget. Is, is his name just Fire? I can't remember. Yeah, Fire. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fire. <laughs> Fire's uh, left leg is is just popped off uh, in that sample, mm -hmm. but like it's a ball socket joint, whatever. Um, the reversible slip cover uh, that is damn cool. I like that they were even trying. They couldn't get it out. I think in, in all the stress of doing this thing on camera live, but like apparently Takara Tomi was making some kind of fuss about the fact that they called it the V Star Jet when it's supposed to just be the V Star. Uh, and the Katakana says V-Star Jet. Uh, the Katakana actually says a bunch of weird stuff, like, when I got a better look at it. Like, as far as just saying the Hasbro words, but in Katakana. Um, mm. Like, there's a lot of Autobot, like, before certain names, like Autobot Saber and stuff. Um, but it's a, that's a freaking cool-looking box. It got me, in, like, it got me very re-hyped and, and kind of reminded me that, like, oh, right! I technically own this. It hasn't shipped to me mm -hmm. yet, but one of these is coming. And and also, seeing that that box is just a normal-ass box that I'm going to be able to just pick up off the floor and carry into my apartment without having to sort out how to get it through the, the frame of my door, uh, that was also really <laughs> pleasant to see. Um, mm -hmm. That Unicron was an experience. Uh, so this this thing's looking good. Like there was also just recently some shots of of this Victory Saber, possibly the exact same sample, uh, at a, another show uh, overseas where it was being set up. Um, that actually got me to go back and properly watch through uh, Evan's uh, demo of the uh, the unpainted uh, uh, EP one that they put up a few months ago. Um, this whole thing is looking really freaking cool. Like I'm sure I'm not I'm the first person to have said that in the end of july 2022 but uh this thing's looking pretty pretty fun um tj uh are you did you watch the unboxing because i i understand there would also just be a view advantage of like i don't want to watch them open the toy i already know i'm getting it but i'm curious if you took a look at it <laughs> i did actually yeah because I, I i was curious with just the way transformer packaging is these days i was curious how all this was going to be handled and it's it's a really it's a really nicely done packaging, you know. Like I I like the like I like this inner tray hold like covering up the bots inside the box. That's a nice little touch. 
Um, and yeah, like the box itself is beautiful. Love the artwork. Uh, like you're like you're already dealing with like one of my favorites of all time in Star Saber, but you've also got Guido Guidi, who's my favorite Transformer artist too. Mm-hmm. So like this is just compounding everything I love into one box. So like all this has done it really well for me. I I do have a resentment over that poster that just has Death Saurus's head in the background. Like one that that Chilling. does make sense, but also you better make that. <laughs> yeah, it better be uh, something I can buy one day. Yeah, the, like it, he's even in shadow just enough to make it feel like it's a teaser. Uh, <laughs> this is unknown cruel. evil crap again. I, I also really like the part when they mention the reversible outer box. They kind of just they just deadpan offhand mention because we know a bunch of you guys ordered more than one of these, and I was sitting there going like, I was like, B Mac, Evan. What bunch of us ordered more than one of these? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know a single person who ordered more than one of these. Uh, So I'm also wondering, like, like I'm sure it's just cardboard with scored folds, but I'm like, I wonder how many times you actually can invert that slipcover before it starts to just, like, you know, fall apart. Um, Ah, but, uh, yeah, I... The only real downside of this whole thing was that they didn't say, like, and it's ready to ship next month, because I was like, that's the topper that would have made this really, really sick, this whole stream. Uh, but, you know, demonstrably, it is closer to done than ever before. Um, Aaron, uh, we mentioned it before, but they also, uh, this is where they mentioned the thing about the instruction book, and Evan said he, he was mm-hmm. taking part in the process and stuff, and I was like, that's the most confident I've felt about an instruction book in years. Um... <laughs> But uh, other than like, that, or more about that, I'm curious how you're feeling about this. Hoping, hoping that those guys pay attention to some level of fan media, and hoping that they they take the lesson that that we're hoping for from all of the ranting. Just better, better instructions. Good instructions. If things are supposed to make noise or be, especially if there's something that's supposed to be like tight tolerances or something, I really hope they call it out, and so it's not a whole lot of like questioning of like oh is this supposed to be rough across this part or am i supposed to be rotating it 270 degrees the the opposite way which which way is that supposed to go it'd be nice to know clearly or i I would really like uh, official video instructions where hey scan this qr code and you can check out how it's done I just want Evan to do a, a, a follow, like a follow-up video transforming the final production piece, because uh, when he transformed mm-hmm. the EP one, he was really good at pointing out stuff that was overly tight or or not overly tight, and uh, mm-hmm. it would be great if he just did that for the final production piece, just a real low-key video, just explain like, hey, like those, you know, those uh, those uh, trap door latches on the sides of the legs, maybe in the final one they are still pretty tight, and. It would be nice to know if they're pretty tight or not, you know, <laughs> or if they're supposed to make a big katunk noise or something. Uh, so, uh, oh, I'm I'm looking forward to to uh, when we get to talk about our victory sabers, uh, and then uh, you know, see whether or not the 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 follow up conversation about whether the plastic yellows or not is a whole thing. Uh, it's it's weird to think how close we are to that whole little era. Um. But uh, I think that the, about does it for the San Diego Comic-Con stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, there was anything else that I, I skipped over that you guys wanted to really hit up or not, but that was about it for the Hasbro things, I believe. Um, 
It's an interesting show to watch from afar because I didn't notice it was happening until it was already like Friday. Uh, so <laughs> conventions are still very odd when it comes to these big press junket reveal shows. Um, but I did also want to cover a uh, lister question because uh, I was I, it didn't end up really factoring into what we were talking about, but it felt like it was very topical in that it's about the current state of Transformers uh, design uh, for the collector stuff. This is from G1 Wheeljack. Uh, he says, recently in Transformers Toys, we've seen a trend of fake vehicle mode parts for the robot mode, usually with the goal to achieve accuracy to physically impossible animation models. As curious as to your current thoughts on this design philosophy, many people such as myself are turned off by this and find it antithetical to the concept of Transformers to some degree, while others desire show accuracy at any cost, save the toy not actually being able to transform. Would you like to see more vehicle parts actually forming the parts of the robot? Should they even... Uh, uh, if it means, or should they, even if it means different proportions, or is that a sacrifice you're willing to make? How far is too far for you? Thank you for your time. I hope you're all doing well. Um, I've always been kind of in the middle of the road on this because, like, generally I prefer, you know, the parts turning into the, the same parts on the robot mode. But if the transformation is just really cool, I don't mind some fake stuff, uh, if, if the transformation is really cool. It's where, there's fake stuff and also the transformation sucks is that that's when I am more put off. That also is usually more in the purview of, of uh, some of the unofficial companies. Um, but uh, as, as I actually have a whole canon, like a head canon for why the fake stuff is fine. Cause I'm like, some transformers might just be like very literal about the way that they scan their alt modes. And they're like, no, I, my robot mode looks like this. And it's like, yeah, but the, why, why doesn't the hood of that car you turn into turn into the same shaped hood thing on your chest? And they're like, hey, look, that's just a coincidence. That's just what my chest looks like, all right? And I, I can't space bend the metal of this alt mode I scanned to, to, to make it into my chest. It just, if it happens to look the same, that's cool, but I can't get it to turn into my chest because I got physical limits. Me here, I, hey, it's, it's me, Trailbreaker. I can't squish that thing down into my chest. Put up with it. That's just what I look like. I think it would be funny if that was the actual canon. But, um, Aaron, uh, where, where do you land on this uh, this topic of uh, of fake parts for the sake of show accuracy or etc.? I'm probably in about the same range as you. Um, I'd rather parts be the parts that are the parts, but I can understand when you know it's things like, oh, well, you know, for like you know, roof chests or hood chests where it's like, okay, well, on the actual car, that's the whole width of it. And, like, to have, you know, a, a, a tracks and have his whole roof become his chest, well, now he's, like, super squat and wide because dimensions and physics and toys versus, you know, what an animator can draw. So... Like I can understand when it's done more, you know, for the for the quality of the toy, um, necessarily than than following it, you know. Uh, alternators tried to do some tricks of like, oh, well, the middle part folds under each side from a half, and then tries to collapse down, and then becomes this overly complex nineteen step away in order to squeeze a quarter inch out of the middle of this thing, and um, that's. Yeah, not something you can really pull off on a twenty or thirty dollar toy. So again, again, it's a place where, like, as long as it's not a a bad methodology 
or or making something overly complex for the sake of of tweaking a look uh i think i'm fine with it i'm trying to think of there was one that had fake parts man i can't remember in the last year where it was just it was bad for the whole thing Oh, I'm trying to run down the mental checklist of of what I've had that's had. I, fake I was focused parts. in on the ones I was focused in on the ones that I thought did it well, like Earthrise Sunstreaker. I thought did it really nice and smooth, like having the car hood on both sides of the car hood uh, mm-hmm. for the feet. I thought that was a really cool idea. Um, I mean, I know, like, uh, like was, know, was there Legacy a Bumblebee Blitzwing. that was bad about that? No, I don't think there was a. I don't think there was a Bumblebee. I was there was, say, there was somebody Blitzwing that I was the one everyone being. talked about uh, lately because of the wings, you know, and having like mm-hmm. these little these fake wings come out when the real wings are, you know, almost visible or whatnot. But uh, I even have a headcanon for him. I'm just like, well, Blitzwing, Blitzwing's an idiot. So he <laughs> he just didn't piece <laughs> together having his wings be the wings from the jet mode. He, he he wasn't thinking about that when he scanned those alt modes. And I'm like, I I feel like that actually suits the character to a degree, but also I'm. I, it doesn't bug me that much, so I have fun coming up with an excuse for it. Uh, well, TJ, uh, how do you feel about uh, this topic? Where do you fall on this uh, particular discussion? Um, to be honest, I really don't care. Like yeah. it, it used to bother me. It used to bother me where, like, okay, yeah, like it should form, like if it you know if, if the robot mode's got these windows here then it should come from the car like i used to let all that kind of kind of bug me the more i look at it the more i just kind of want the toys to work as well as possible and look as good in both modes as they can and acknowledging that the way my memory handles those original characters and the way they looked in the cartoon or movies that's not always possible you know, you look, you know, you compliment, you like, you, know, you, you talk about Earthrise Sunstreaker and like have, okay, having the front end of the car on both sides. Okay. That works well, but he's also got this super wide torso because he's using the actual top of the car, you know, rather than mm-hmm. like the masterpiece approach where yes, he does have a fake windshield chest to make it look cartoon accurate. And we all kind of like applaud that level of like cleverness and engineering. You know, uh, at the, at the end of the day, I kind of like just decided, you know what? I just want both modes to look as good as they can. And I acknowledge that trying to get this part into this position and make this kind of angle, especially at a budgeted price point, you know, like retail releases, it's better sometimes to just kind of like give up and go like, this is not going to work. And this is compromising the engineering of the toy as a whole. So at this point, let's just, Let's let's fake it and just make it work a lot more smoothly. And that, for me, just ends up working out a lot better in the end. I mean, it, it sounds like we're all kind of on the same page as far as it being very case by case, because that, that's a big thing for me, too. It's like the concept doesn't really, like, put me off. Like, like I said, I kind of I, I'm I'm usually more excited when, you know, the parts turn into the parts. But like, as long as the transformation's fun for me, that's the main thing. And that's not really like uh hinged upon whether fake parts are involved it's just like is it fun to convert the figure from mode to mode uh 
And sometimes it works out great, sometimes it doesn't work out great. Uh, Aaron, this wasn't the one you're thinking of, I'm sure, but I, I also realized Earthrise RC was also fairly recent, and that was one. Mm, maybe. <laughs> uh, that that was also more a case of the base design. Like, Also, an, one other page that I think a lot of people could get on about this is, like, a lot of this is making the case for how, like, now that we've done it a bunch, right? We've done it a whole bunch of times at a whole, whole bunch of different price points. Trying to make the, the Sunbow G1 models is, like, a task in and of itself, and sometimes it's a little, maybe more exciting and a little bit more fulfilling on the engineering side to just, like, design a robot mode that isn't needing to do all those things in the first place. Like, you hit the shapes, hit the parts placements here and there, but design it more around, like, you know, for Sunstreaker. Okay, the hood is his chest, but maybe... Uh, not the hood, sorry, the, the roof is his chest, but maybe just a bit of the roof is his chest. And maybe the rest of the roof is, is visibly not his chest, but in other places around it, you know? Um, that's, uh, th- that's entering into the whole other topic of, like, the, the constant presence of the Sunbow models right now all over the place, but, um, yeah, it, it's not really, like, a, a heavy one for me. Like, I, I always feel kind of bad, because, like, I don't disagree with people who are really put off by it, but if I were to, like, say, yeah, I'm right there with you, this is terrible, I'd be lying, because I don't really feel like it's terrible. Uh, there are just some terrible toys that try to do it. Um, anyway, part of the, I was going to say, part of the reason why I didn't really, like, line us up to do a full-on what we got is because I had the suspicion that we'd go, like, over 90 minutes just on San Diego stuff. <laughs> Uh, so do you guys want to talk about any what you got? Because I I was kind of thinking it'd be more fun to just do like a a nice big what we got episode next, and just because we we've done a bunch of news now, so now we don't have to. They can't make us. Uh, and then we can we can hit it with like some of the the high energy stuff. I got a I got a big cool thing, um, that uh, that can match up to. I'm just looking at your all's your your lists. Those lists are bigger than mine. But I, I got a cool thing that's not on either of those lists. Uh, so what do you say? Do you want to hit up some what we got next time? Or do you want to try to jam some in right now? Sure, we can do next time. All right. Yeah, save it up. Yeah. I, I like doing those, like, start off with, like, an hour and a half of just what we got's toy talks. I, I, I find that, I find that kind of fun, actually, where it's just like, this episode, we're just going to talk about toys. Uh, we're going to lay in. We're not going to worry about having to cover news afterwards. Um, and I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll get another transformer by the next time. It's, it, I sure I'm trying, but <laughs> yeah, you know how, you know how it, it can if be you sometimes. read, if you read one of my lines in there of what I got, <laughs> I'd skip past that part because you put off topic furnace. So I, I glazed right over that. Yeah. I uh, I tried to get the Velocitron stuff because it was found at my local Walmart, but it was found a day before I could go. And when the photo was taken, there were there was one of each Voyager there, uh, and so I knew they wouldn't be there. But I had to go to close the loop, and you know they they weren't there. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think for now that that just brings us to a close on this episode, uh, hitting up some of that San Diego talk. Uh, we'll, we'll return, return to a bunch of these once, uh, PulseCon comes and goes, cause hopefully PulseCon will be, like, hopefully it'll be more than just, here's the alt modes for Legacy Wave 3. Like, ideally, uh, <laughs> they'll show us, like, finished Menasaur. That's all I want out of PulseCon. Just show, show the four figures on there. Mark Marr wants to! P- the, the marketing folks are the ones who are trying to maintain some kind of, you know, 
learned thing that they learned with their school brains about how to, you know, properly lay out a PR campaign. But let, let poor Mark show full men- full menasaur. Um, until then, though, uh, thank you, Aaron and TJ, for joining me. And uh, we will all talk to you all later. Thank you again, by the way, to our stalwart editor, an army of bees, uh, who has been, like, turning this back into, like, a normal kind of podcast. Wild. Uh, so anyway, until then, we'll talk to you all later. Stay safe, continue surviving, and, uh, uh... Oh, oh, drink your water.